0: All right, welcome back to another episode of the Pipeline Superheroes podcast. Today's superhero is Mirgan Hugga from Modem Tech. Hopefully, I'm getting your name right. Mirgan, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Cool. So Mirgan is in Salt Lake City, Utah, and he's building Modem Tech, which is a really interesting business that provides strategic business development to SaaS products, SaaS founders, and you know all of the above. Tell us about your journey and how you um, started Modem Tech.
1: Yes. Um, well, thank you for allowing me to be part of your podcast, Grant, know, I appreciate it. And I'm happy to share with you my experience and my journey to being where I am. So I started, my, my career started in, in banking. I worked in Wall Street for several years and then I decided that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. So I have started a few businesses in some I've succeeded, in some I've failed, but overall I've been very uh, pleased. And then I started modern Tech uh, three years ago and I've been in technology. I diverted from banking to uh, entrepreneurship and I started uh, entrepreneurship with uh, physical products, producing products and international trade and and other areas. And then I got into tech like six years ago. And then in technology, I started to help um, struggling technology companies to reduce their operational costs and help them with with increasing sales at the same time. So it's kind of like working on both sides, cost reduction and and sales expansion. And after I gained some experience in this, uh, in, in 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 a struggling company, we helped the company to become successful and then later be sold out uh, then I I saw this as an opportunity to uh, with my skill set to come and help uh, entrepreneurs you know struggling um, uh, business owners and uh, but specifically in the in the SaaS industry who were struggling to keep the, the company uh, uh, successful uh, and cost under, under um, budget and then I come in and help these entrepreneurs to um uh with with the cost structure reducing costs and making sure and helping them with product development making sure that their their software as a service applications are are built um, and um and, and also beyond that we do provide help with um, marketing business development um and, and support support in different areas technical support Mm -hmm. or customer
0: support services. Mm -hmm. And what are common issues you see with companies at Modem Tech? And are you focused on any one type of SaaS business?
1: Um, So we focus, uh, we have mostly B2B SaaS. uh, And we have only, uh, we've served only one client that is B2C. Uh, And uh, the majority of their challenges are you know, they have a good idea, they they know the market. But the, the challenge, the primary char- challenge at the beginning is how do we build an infrastructure, a platform that best serves our customer needs? And that's where we come in into the picture and um, to the game and say, with our experience, and we help them identify that structure uh, by building a user friendly interface platform Mm -hmm. from the get-go. So, and that is is the first challenge that they have. Uh, And then when you have this challenge resolved and identified and then test it, when when you test this out and make sure that your users feel comfortable with it, with the solution you're providing, then it's a matter of time that this becomes um, successful because then you you exactly know how to market it. You exactly know how to go to serve it to them. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, we find, um, especially with Bloom Growth, we work with a lot of founder-led sales businesses where you know it's a founder that has very distinctive why of why they started the company, um, the problem they were trying to solve, and I think a lot of the challenges are related to what you said, which is how do I sell to new people, um, how do I build an interface that like I have this idea. I know that it solves this problem, but how do I make it easier to use? Um, So to that point, when you consider like founder-led sales, do you find that that uh, impacts a company's culture differently? And when do you think it makes sense to bring in uh, like more uh, entirely sales-focused professionals?
1: Well, the founder, typically what I recommend to founders, because I work a lot with founders, I say that you should be able to easily, uh, you know, if this product is needed in the market, you should have at least three people who are willing to sign the contract right now before you build it. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be like a a binding contract. It just has to be like a contract that showing interest. And then then you build it because if these three customers, minimum three customers want something, the likelihood of 300, 3000 is very high. Mm -hmm. So you build Um, it for them and then uh, that's the first step of success for the uh, um founder led sales teams you know product and then after that is a matter of replicating that model what these clients liked and replicating that to many others who are in that specific area um and,
0: yeah i've seen that where it's the letter of intent sales. And I've seen that with businesses when they're trying to upsell or cross sell their clients into new product lines. And, you know, they have a captive audience already. Why do you think founders don't think of that idea before they launch into a product?
1: Um, I think they are very um, excited and that excitement uh, kind of um, makes them, um, I would say, Like they they, they believe in themselves so much in their idea that, um, they don't pay attention to these little things that make a huge impact.
0: Mm -hmm, mm
1: -hmm. That Um, makes sense. Yeah. So Uh I, that kind of, uh, distracts them. Like their excitement is distracting them from, from making these, uh, decisions, uh, that are very powerful, like very impactful for their success.
0: Yeah, I think that that's a good way to put it—the distraction factor when it comes to any founder. And there's like I've heard of it as like the Pacific Ocean theory, where if you're stranded in the Pacific Ocean and you need to paddle to land. It's very hard to tell which direction to go in, and if you paddle all day, you need to make sure that you are going in the right direction. Um, so I always think of that when I think about like you know what founders do, especially really early on in a company. Um, so we'd love to also talk about the Salt Lake City entrepreneurial community and you know how tapped you are into that. I've just seen a preponderance of really good companies coming out of Salt Lake City, especially in the B2B SaaS space. And it seems like you know whatever is working there from a community entrepreneurial uh, uh, standpoint, it's been really effective and yielding a lot of great companies. Why do you think that is?
1: I think there is a really interesting, um, I would say uh, the spirit of collaboration Like people are very, very um, enthusiastic. They are very collaborative. They like sharing ideas. They like, um, there is a lot, like there is a few different professional groups that meet regularly. And from these groups, um, in these groups you have investors, like from early stages from Angel, up to uh, series A and B and, and so on. And uh, you have, um, you know, successful startups, uh, owners who have uh, successfully sold the company and they are part of these groups to share their experiences. And I think um, just seeing and being in an environment where you have, you meet with people across different, sectors and different uh, professions you meet with professionals who have succeeded professionals who are struggling professionals who are succeeding and you learn a lot from from their uh from them as well so i i think you know like you know there is a a proverb that says you know the fruit uh, two fruits see each other and they uh, become ripe (laughs) Uh, and so the, the same thing happens in, in our communities where we, we see each other's successes and we replicate it. Uh, and, and that makes it, um, uh, a, it provides a lot of um, convenience, not easiness, but convenience to the community where people uh, have an immediate knowledge of like, okay, something this thing that I'm thinking works or doesn't work.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I also find that uh, successful entrepreneurs are always extremely hungry for knowledge and are always seeking out mentors. Um, looks like you've had a, a bunch of different entrepreneurial stops in your career. Um, when did you really have sort of an aha moment with an on, uh, with a mentor that you know brought you towards entrepreneurship? I know that you've always been a builder, but just curious, like what you know what's some of the best advice you've gotten along the way that we could you know share with this audience, which is typically uh, newer founders.
1: Um, well, uh, when I first started, um, I, the first initiative I failed and I failed because of one small detail, uh, but ended up being, uh, determinants in my failure. So I've learned from my experience that um in order for you to succeed in a you know an idea to turn that idea into a product whatever product it is technology product or physical product uh, uh the the more advice you receive from people who have done this and who have succeeded the more convenient it will be for you to succeed not easy but convenient because you still have to work hard to to get there, but you will work hard with a set of knowledge that it will work out. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what I'm doing right now is like I'm providing my knowledge, my skill sets in, in you know product development, product, product implementation, uh, marketing, support, business development, and all of these. We're saying like we have tried in so many products what works and what doesn't work. So if you have a, a, you know, market knowledge, we can help you with what works in techniques, what works to, to help you get your idea into a product uh,
0: successful. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. You know, I really like the, um, the description of convenience rather than easy. And it's like the classic Jason Lumpkin quote of, you know, at first uh, any startup idea or a business looks impossible for it to get to the customer adoption or whatever scale. Um, and that really great business folks, what they do is they turn impossible into inevitable. And I think that there's like a lot of, you know, to speak in sort of a a nebulous way, there's a lot of ways to gain momentum and that could be gaining momentum for a product or gaining momentum within a team, within your own efficiency. And it's really about, you know, um, Still making upfront investments, whether it's longer hours to build out process or to really make sure you hire the right people. Um, that makes things, in your own words, like more convenient. Um, yeah, really interesting stuff. And I think that um like, you know, there is a lot about how to be an entrepreneur online, and there's a lot of really good advice in that space. But curious, like, what is the best single piece of advice you've ever received in your journey?
1: Um well, you know, I have found that um, I've learned a lot from mistakes, um, but learn from others' mistakes by asking, By you know, you may feel like you will sound, you will look stupid by asking dumb questions, but it's better to to sound and look stupid than make a mistake that will cost you a lot of time and money.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nope, definitely, I, definitely. I,
1: I think that is uh, the main point, but then, you know, learning from experience is also great. Like, don't be afraid to make mistakes, Um, you know, that'll build you up,
0: make you stronger and wiser and and more successful. Definitely, definitely, well said. Well, as we begin to wrap up, what would you like to promote, uh, Mirgan? And like, what types of folks are you really looking for?
1: I'm looking for uh, entrepreneurs who have an idea and they want to turn that idea into a digital product. And I come in and help them structuring uh, the process flow to, to make that happen. If you are an entrepreneur who has uh, a specific a niche knowledge, a knowledge in the niche area, niche market, where you say that you know, you know exactly what this specific uh, uh, market needs are, then we can turn that into a software as a service application for these uh, uh, people to to benefit from. Um, that's who I'm after. Uh, I like entrepreneur spirit. I like their enthusiasm. I like this, their their uh, charisma, and I want to to
0: help them reach their dreams. Well said. Well said. And does it matter where those folks are? No, it doesn't matter. Perfect. Well, Mirgan, this was really fun today. Thank you. Um, we'll include a link to um your business and you know anything else you want in the show notes. But thank you for tuning in to another episode of Pipeline Superheroes. Mirgan, thank you. Thank you.